Football's coming on. Yes, welcome back to the Bowling Boys podcast. I'm your host, Sam Nicola. Today, absolutely buzzing, as I'm sure everyone is. Back for another Euro special. Joining me, Sunday League's finest ever goalkeeper, Russell Arley's back on the show. <laughs> Harry Maguire's long-lost brother, Ben Crash is here. The one man who said England might go all the way. And we are going all the way. Yes. Cratch, how are yes, you, mate? We are. I'm very good. Thanks for having me back on. <laughs> oh, well, after that bold prediction, because me and Lils weren't having it, were we? So, no, you wasn't. After that bold prediction, seeing us into a semi-final, uh, I didn't have much choice, unfortunately. But um, Russell, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate, yourself? Looking good in the, in the free Lions top, already kitted out as well on a Sunday. All the gear, no idea, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they say about your goalkeepers as well. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, <laughs> right, listen, last night was obviously unbelievable. Great result. Fucking, honestly, just buzzing. Can't really believe it. I'm going to quickly go back, uh, well, well, back a few days to the German uh, Germany game. I, I don't like, no other way to describe it. Just absolute scenes. I mean, that was just incredible. What I've never, like, for me, uh, like, we're, well, all of us now, I think 30, I've never, ever seen Wembley like that. At, at, for an England game. I've never, ever seen it like that. Uh, Russell? Uh, never. Remind me when? 1966, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, it's, it's, um, it's unreal. I mean, you're thinking that's only, like, a quarter full Wembley. Imagine if that would have been a like. I mean, sixty thousand there this week is going to be off the hook. Geezer, honestly, just both goals when they honestly, oh my buzzy because I just can't. Oh, it seems like to be there. If anyone was lucky enough to be there, just brilliant, mate. So, Crouchy, uh, when was the last time you've seen Wembley like that? We went to an England game, didn't we? And yeah, um, we did, yeah. it was nothing like that. Nothing nah, like nothing what we like see. A while ago, I seen the same thing like that. <laughs> right. well, well, especially not an England game. I think the most joy we had out of our game was, uh, weren't it the one where the geezer threw, didn't he throw that paint, rare plane in front of us? And it hit one of the players <laughs> yeah, on the was it, yeah. but it was that game, wasn't it? That's the fucking most enjoyment. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not a massive... If I could go to the England away games and that, I'd, I'd love to and all that. I think, like, I'm a, I'm a massive away day fan. I, I think they had a bollocks and that. But England at Wembley... There's never really been one to interest me because I've in in your qualifiers and all that I do I do find international international oh, football oh. it is yeah it is boring but when when it comes to tournament time like for me it's country over club yeah. all that I don't yeah. know what your guys' opinion is on that but when it's when it's the country and we're all together like you're a Man U fan uh, sorry you're an Arsenal fan um, <laughs> Russell obviously me and Russell are West Ham like so we can go together but. Just for us to be able to sit in the same room, support the same players, like, and just be backing each other, all our mate, all our Arsenal fans, Tottenham fans, whatever, whatever they are, for us to all be able to back the same team, it, it honestly, yeah, it's, it's country over club for me, all day. So, um, yeah, so I just want to go back to that G- Germany game actually. Uh, Russell, what did you, what did you make of that? I just thought it was a very 
I don't usually say the word of England, but it was a very professional, well-drilled performance. It was something that we've not done for countless amounts of years. Like everyone's saying like, oh, we've got all these attacking players. We need to attack, attack, attack. But that's not the way you always win football games. You can play the best football, but you're still going to lose football games. But I think Southgate's got the actual team to an absolute T. And that Germany game, I used to think he was tactically naive, but especially in the 2018 World Cup. Yeah, we did well, didn't play the best sides, but with Germany's the first real powerhouse we've come up against in a big tournament other than Belgium, and he got it absolutely spot on. Yeah, absolutely spot on. Yeah, I agree. He got the performance spot on, he got the tactics spot on. He sort of uh, went with the type of formation I said at the start of the podcast, back at the very beginning, the old 3-4-3 formation. We had to we had to go that way because Germany were going to play that uh, formation, and I feel like if we'd have gone with a four-two-three-one formation against Germany, I feel like they would have over overrun us. But I feel like we had to match them, and we did toe for toe, and we was a better team on the day, and we got two goals. And look, I think the difference between you and Southgate, Crouch, is he probably explains it a little bit better. Crouchy, <laughs> <laughs> you're the one. You still turn me on. Yeah. Manners coming on. I know, I know my tactics, all right? I know my tactics. Yeah, no, we know what you try and say, so we let you get away. But you did say we'll win the tournament, so... I you did know, say we're going all the way, so and I still it, believe no, that. 100%, I'll, I'll give you that one, yeah. No, but yeah, you both bang on. I, I think, honestly, it's, it's easier to come on here, talk negatively uh, and, and make, make an argument between ourselves, but uh, you, you just can't at the minute. Other than Scotland, he's been faultless. I mean, even me now, I'm. I'm still looking. Like personally, if we don't get past Denmark, I, I think he's got. I think he's got to get sacked because if you can't get to a final on on the two routes he's had, when are you actually ever going to do it? Uh, I, mean, I don't know what you guys feel about that, but against Germany, you are both right. He did. He got it absolutely spot on. Um, for me, Sterling wouldn't have been on the pitch for probably any of his goals that he scored. So it shows how much I know. Um, He's completely pied me. Still don't think he's a world class player, but, but he's like he's, he scores he scores goals off the ball. He's just brilliant. And yesterday he even uh, he actually created the goal for Kane as well to start with. So again, see, it, both him and Southgate are just making me look like an absolute twat. But I'm all here for it because we're now in a semi final with one hell of a chance of going to the final as well. But Russell, yeah, go on. You want to? What's, what's your see, opinion on Southgate? I think Southgate's like just basically pied everyone in the face, and he everyone thinks everyone throws their fucking fifty pence in. Sorry for swearing, but fifty pence in in regards to the team selection. But at the end of the day, this geezer has them every single day coaching, watching. We don't know what it's like behind the scenes. I mean, if you you got a prime example, I was really critical when he put Saka in. Really critical. Yeah, he's, he's been great for Arsenal. But I was really critical because I'm thinking, do you know what? You've got Sancho, all these other players that are doing absolute bits. He put Saka in. And do you know what, mate? I was the first person to hold my hands up. He was phenomenal. And you're thinking, do you know what? He must be doing something behind the scenes because everyone was of the same opinion apart from Crouch. <laughs> Not well, Russ, to be honest, when, to, with that, the one I would say is that I don't think it's mad. Like the only reason I've been against Sterling starting is purely based on the form he's, he was showing towards the back end of last season. That that is it. But any of the others, if he started them, like when Saka yeah. was in the starting lineup, for me, 
I actually thought it was quite ballsy of Gareth to actually throw him in at the deep end. And Saka was was just every whatever negativity you try and find for this England team, you, can't. you just can't find it because, like you say, like you wasn't too particularly too happy with Saka going in, but then he's completely proved you wrong. Yeah, five Saka minutes into the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Southgate proved me wrong all tournaments. Sterling's doing the same. Like, you try at the minute, things are so perfect. You're sort of half waiting for it to crumble down. But just on my thoughts, anyway, if Southgate doesn't, well, it's not Southgate, but if we don't beat Denmark on on Wednesday, would um, would you give him a new a new deal? I'd give him a new deal because one, the one thing I'll say about him, mate. Yeah, fair enough. If we if we don't beat Denmark, that's gonna be that's gonna be massive. Like that will be a massive disappointment. It's the biggest game ever. Yeah, well, bigger than bigger than a Germany game. I don't care what anyone says. It's bigger than a Germany game. You're not going to get much. Since the final, since the World yeah. Cup final, it's our biggest game. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I would still give him a new deal because I think the good thing about Southgate is there's something different about this England side. The last two tournaments we've gone to, the togetherness about the side. I, I heard Rio on on the radio, I think it was, and he was saying, like, when he used to go to England camps, like under Capello and Sven and people like that, he'd have to line up against people like John Terry. And there was still a rivalry, like, they, they didn't get on. But when you see this side, there's such a good atmosphere around the team. And it's like they, they'll run that extra 10% for each other and they'll put in that extra effort for each other even though they're at different clubs competing every week and I think that's one thing that he's bought it's all good having a good tactical manager is brilliant but this geezer's bought a togetherness about the side which is getting us that extra you say 10-15 points a season in a season uh, if you're a Premier League side but he's got that extra little bit of push about him and I, I would give him a new deal because I think he's actually done really well if we'd have said two semi-finals following that Iceland debacle at the last Euros we had if you'd have said the next two tournaments we're going to make the semis, we'd have bit your hand off. Yeah, listen, I I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but I ain't being funny. If you can't make a final with the two very favourable draws we've had, if you can't do it now, when are you going to do it? And I know no, what you're I saying agree. about the players and all that, um, <clears throat> but I think social media's got a lot to do with the team bonding. Like back when we had the other golden generation, if you like, it wasn't really a bad. So. There yeah. was always that rivalry of like you're there and you're, but where there's social media now, you see like even when they go back to club uh, form and that, wherever a lot of things go on social media, they'll still have a bit of banter there. Yeah. Where no, before sure. you was completely segregated until you got to England. And then if you just played on the weekend and back then it was a heated game, you're then bringing that into the camp where I think now, where you have got social media, players can interact a lot more off the pitch rather than in past, you unless you were at England, you probably wasn't talking to him. Yeah, 100%. Perhaps, what, what's your opinion on, on the Southgate situation? Depending first, on what happens Wednesday. Like, with Southgate, he has surprised me because, bear in mind, before this England job, he only had two other jobs, under-21s and Middlesbrough. So, for me, he's, he's, he's got no really experience behind, uh, behind himself. Do you know what I mean? Like, other top managers all have club history, like proper good club history behind him. He's only had Middlesbrough. So for me, he has surprised me. I felt like the Croatia, when we lost to them at the World Cup, I felt like, we. I still feel like, because we only played one good side really in the lead up to it, 
which was Croatia, and obviously we lost, or I think Belgium as well. But I think this time round, I feel like, because I met Southgate myself at Wembley, and I was talking to him about like all the youth and stuff, and and I said to him like, you've got you've got to take Grealish, you've got to take Man, and he said to me, he was like, this is the best. Well, you, you were telling Southgate. I'll tell him honestly. <laughs> I was telling him all this. And and he said to me, when this is this is the best England squad for years. Like he said, said, yeah. As like togetherness and everything. He said he said this is the best England squad. I said, but I said, you've got to take all these players because like they are good, like do you know what I mean? They're they're all good players, all in good form for their clubs. And obviously, and you can see it in the in the Euros this year, like the togetherness, like Foden played what two games hasn't been seen since he had two good games, but obviously Southgate sees all these people training and realize like I said, Saka's coming for two games. I feel like if Saka didn't pick up a knock in training, he probably would have started uh, last night. But obviously Sancho's got his start. Play, he had a good game, but I didn't feel like he affected the the match as much as I thought he would. But I still oh, I thought oh sorry, just on Sancho, I thought he actually. Played some like a lot of the. There were a few moments in the game last night where we played some nice, quick football, one-two touch stuff, and I thought actually a lot of that came through Sancho. Um, yeah, his but, movement off the ball. Yeah, but even on the see that see this is my my big gripe about Sterling. Like when he's on the ball, I'm never confident with him. But when Sancho yeah. got on it, I always feel like something will happen where with Sterling I haven't got that confidence but like I say he, he keeps proving me wrong so I'm, I'm not going to dig him out because he, he has, he's he been brilliant so there, there ain't really much uh, I, I can say about him and I don't, I don't want to bring any negativity to the podcast because I fully expect him to start on Wednesday and he'll, he'll probably go and score another goal and shut me right up again <laughs> so I think it's about time I left him alone but um, yeah so sorry Brad so so with yeah, I'll just, I just think if, if we lose He's going to get a contract no matter what. Um, well, what would you do if you're Mr. FA? I feel like, for England. I feel like if we lose, like Denmark are not exactly a bad side. Do you know what I mean? Like they are a very good yes, side. Yes, I know, Craig. What are you going to do? You missed the FA. Southgate's just lost to Denmark in the second semi final in a row, along with Croatia. We're never, ever going to have a better chance in the last two tournaments, are you going to keep this man on? I think I do. I'll just I'll honestly say, you two have had a problem with the world nowadays. I think I... You're I accepting... Think no, look. No, 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 look, listen, I don't want to talk because it hasn't even happened and with every chance of going through, but you're just a pair of losers. No. No, I'm not. How? How is it's it? Two semi-finals back to back tournaments. Tell me the last manager. Semi-final. Semi-final. You, you, we have one. Semi-final. Yeah, like you, you could be France or you could be whoever and go out early doors. Imagine but being world champions. Yeah, going yeah, out yeah, quarterfinals. What are we? Nothing. And you've yeah, got to carry like, You've like, still got to be in good form, win, right? Win. He's still like. Do you know what I mean he's got like? Who's gonna come another, in what, another man, what you're telling me another manager can't have this effect on the team? I think the only person that could probably have this effect on the team is probably Pep Guardiola. 100 percent what, <laughs> what, what another player that could get them together is that Pep Guardiola is the only manager coming in like get, get a, a team 
I don't. See, I can't see any manager out there at the moment that would get the team playing how they have been. Like, oh, that's a stupid, ridiculous comment. All Sam, who, 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 who do you right? Let's let's be honest, right? Not concede a goal tournament that we're we're saying hypothetically. Yeah, no, of course. That if yeah, we lose no, today, this team is. I'll I'll say it here, now live on the pod. This team is not going to lose to Denmark, and we won't concede a goal. We will go through that game. It will be cagey for the first 30, 40 minutes, but we will beat Denmark. No doubt in my right, mind. In whatsoever. that case, sign him up, give him a bloody... Give him that fucking five-year deal. Yeah, Bosh. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. All right, listen, I won't go to bay. We, we shouldn't be arguing. When we're coming in the home. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens after Wednesday. We might have to come back to that one. Hopefully not. Hopefully, again, you two are bang on the money. And just as the England team have been doing they continue uh, to just make me eat humble pie and I'll come back on and I'll apologise openly publicly to anyone who wants to listen it's because um, knees, Bosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but honestly they've, they've continued to prove me wrong anyway so yeah we won't go on about that but um, we'll go on to last night's game then I mean literally the perfect game like I don't think it could have gone any better we was four goals up by 60 minutes a massive for me the starting lineup. I can't believe he went with all three of Maguire, Phillips, and Rice. But I think um, that shows like I think Ian Wright said it on ITV. He bang on it. It, it just shows that he, the trust he's got in his players to start all three of them and to trust them enough to to know they're not going to go out there and be silly. That was huge. But then to get the four goals by sixty minutes and be able to take Rice and Phillips off. Uh, rest came, rest Sterling. It was literally a faultless performance, both from the players and from Southgate itself. Uh, and and Harry, Harry Kane didn't score that volley. Oh, I'm mate. Sure. Was it a good wow. save, Russ? Oh, mate, it's close. I'll tell you what, is it that so... Oh, you got to give goalkeeper credit because he kept it out of the net. But yeah. if he gets that just three inches the other way, mate, keep <laughs> getting that round the post at all. What a strike that was. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Russ, go on in. What, was your, what, what did you think about last night? I mean, I don't... I th- <laughs> well, mate, I, I literally... The only concern I had about the game was how long it would take us to get into... If we allowed uh, Ukraine to settle, I think it would have been a totally different game. If it had been 20 minutes, nil-nil, I think it would be better. But the f- how fast we were out of the blocks... Like, I mean, we talk about this England team. When they... I, I think they had the ball on the edge of their box... Uh, Ukraine and we were so high pressing like yeah. Phillips Phillips and Rice were quite high and it ended up we nicked the ball back Sterling's cut inside played the ball in Kane scored and it was what a start you're 1-0 up and then you're thinking you could tell once that goal went in the whole team settled and they're thinking we haven't conceded a goal this tournament we're not losing this game and it we held it out to half time comfortably I know they had a couple of chances but it was comfortable it was, yeah, it I think wasn't... it was a little spell where I thought we haven't had the ball for a while. But other than that, I think, yeah, what you're saying is, yeah, you bang on. And then second half, you're thinking, we're coming out. Let's start quick. Get at them a minute into the second half. Bang, 2-0. Game dead. <laughs> and then they just folded. They folded like a deck chair, mate. It was done. And, I mean, after that, you saw them, the amount of freedom they played with and they're confident they all were. I mean, Luke Shaw, I don't care what anyone says, he has been animal he, he's yeah. good he's been good defensively Stormberg, how, oh mate Unre- the, some of the crosses he was putting in yesterday were a joke 
that delivery from Maguire and then the way he looks up and just clips to Kane to head home, that was unbelievable. And his energy levels, for someone that's meant to be a little bit tubby and not that fit, was criticised by Mourinho, his energy levels have been unreal. Yeah, I, 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 like, I, literally, I think you could probably go through the whole team and you, that, they have literally everyone that has just been outstanding. I mean, even Pickford in goal, it, completely different player at international level for Everton, useless, literally useless. And yeah, he goes and plays with England and a, like you could literally go through the team at the minute and they've all been full. Even Trippier, he come on again last night. I think he's been brilliant when he gets played. That man, oh. after 10 days away, he, he, he was super. I thought he was superb last night. He made a really important challenge. He was working hard. Sancho, what played six minutes up until then, he was brilliant yeah. last night. Cratch, what did you make about last night? Yeah, last night we I couldn't ask for any more. It was quick starts after what seven minutes, eight minutes we scored. As soon as that goal went in, I thought it's done. I feel like I felt like it was comfortable. They couldn't get near us. Literally, they just couldn't get near us. Like it was such a great performance. Uh, Luke Shaw, like you said, was unreal again last night. Two assists. Literally, couldn't thought of anything. Like, I know as soon as Kane scored, I thought, this is it now. He's getting another one in this game. Yeah. And Maguire, great game. Stones. Literally, just couldn't fault any of them. They just couldn't get near us. Clean sheet, 4 0, clean sheet, bang, on to the next one. Yeah, no, they're brilliant. And Russ, I think, um, so what you said at the start of your bit there, just about the way they pressed and that from the front, I thought that is what they done brilliant, actually, on Tuesday night against Germany. I thought Germany had yeah. that. Because for me, that was our. That was our first big test, and Gareth he passed it with flying colours. The way he set, I think no one was happy with how he set us up on Tuesday. And then the way that they put his game plan out on the pitch was was second to none, and 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 it proved it the way the way they played and the result we got. But that was a big difference. I feel like we normally sit back and we let the teams come at us. But after the first ten minutes on Tuesday, exactly what you're saying, Rice Phillips, they were so like they were literally closing down the boys next to Harry Kane. Um, they were like they was picking and choosing their right time to go and getting right up their asses, and it made such a big difference because Germany couldn't play out, and they just continuously kept kicking the ball back to us, and it was just coming back at them, and and it was only a matter of time before, thankfully, we got the goal. Um, and and as soon as Muller missed, so I just got thought I mentioned that as well. As soon as Muller missed, I think that's when everyone thought it is coming on. Um, but yeah, so just go go, go move on to Wednesday then, the semi final. It is the big one. Cratch, you already uh, you already think we're going all the way. So give me a score prediction for Wednesday. 2-0. Two 2-0 nil. Two nil England. Russell, yeah. what's your score prediction? 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two nil. All right, go on. I'll and I'll even, I'll, even, I'll even nail it and say Kane's going to score a penalty. <laughs> a penalty as well, yeah? Yeah, mate. million right, percent. I'll go for last. I'll go 2-0. Um, and then if we reach the final, I mean, God, I, I see a video earlier of people stopping a bus in Wood Green and jumping on. It, it could be absolute carnage if we, if we actually manage to win the final. I, I think, mate, if we get to the final, we've got a massive chance because I know it, Italy. Like, don't get me wrong, I think that I think they've been brilliant this tournament. I think, like England, they've been like a breath of fresh air this tournament. I think they've been awesome. But that left back being out now. He's massive to them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely massive. I mean, one game at a time. Let's go beat Denmark 2-0. Kane scoring a penalty. Lovely. Um, But we, 
we've got a massive chance here. I'd, Spain don't worry me. Well, um, we'll, stay, we'll stay on Denmark because you're right, it is one game at a time. Yeah. So, did you watch their game against the Czechs? Yeah, we, I, I did. And I, I see a lot of, I mean, Czech, Denmark were good. And that in the first the, half. Yeah, the ball with the outside of the boot for that, uh, that goal tapping. Unreal. But you're looking at that and you're thinking, do you know what? It Once Czech uh, shit got that goal back, yeah. it was one of them okay. ones where it was just like, yeah. And the thing is, Denmark are going to do. We played them at Wembley, didn't we, in the Nations League? And they beat us 1-0, I think it was. They got that dodgy penalty where Pickford come out yeah. and uh, the geezer fell over, didn't he, after he, uh, Pickford caught the ball. Yeah. Um, they scored that penalty. Maguire got sent off, but we were well and truly still in that game. It was just we had 10 men and we only lost 1-0, I think it was. But with a full team at Wembley, full ass, I can't see anything other than us winning. Um, I think Ericsson, who is their best player, unfortunately, what happened to him, like, yeah. don't, that, that's, that's terrible. Like, and that's one reason I'm quite happy they've got this far. Um, because of what happened to him and there was a chance they nearly went out in the group stage as well. Um, I think Finland conceded one goal too many, didn't they? And they ended up going through as a yeah, first it was, Yeah, it was on goal, yeah. Um, but it's... I just can't... I can't see anything else. I know they're going to play a three at the back, don't they? They play three at the back, yeah. if I remember rightly. Um, I reckon it'll be cagey for the first 40 minutes. But if we start like we did the other day, we get an early goal in that game and I'm, I'll tell you what, the game will open up. And I think the game on Wednesday is tailor-made for Sterling. I've really got a good feeling about him. In an England shirt at Wembley, he just seems to be doing the business every single time. I think it was something ridiculous. I saw he's been involved in like 19, 19 goals in his last like 16, 17 appearances for England or something. It's yeah. something ridiculous. And it you're thinking... Yeah, and I mean, like, when, when Crouch said earlier, like, about all our attacking talent we've got, and, like, Foden hadn't played badly, uh, Saka yeah. hasn't played badly. No, they haven't. N- none of them haven't. That's the beauty of this England team. If it ain't working, like Germany, we set up to frustrate them and try and get ahead. And then we were holding it. We were comfortable. He brings on Grealish. The game just flipped like that because you're able to bring off on creative players like Foden, like Grealish. And I think Grealish is a secret weapon in this game on Wednesday as well. Because I think, think if it's not start? working, I don't. I I don't think we should start him, and that's not because he ain't a great player. So it's we because I the, think we it's... know what the seven. We know what the seven are going to be. So then, well, we probably know what the nine are going to be. Um, with I can't see him changing. I, I can't see him. Cha- I think it'll be the same team that played against Ukraine. I, I do. I reckon he'll, he'll play that, and I reckon Grealish will come off the bench. Um, because if it is a tight game and it's cagey and it's nil nil. And you need that creative spark to come on. I reckon it'd be Greenish to come on because it works so well against Germany. It, it did work well. And the thing is, if it's not with Mant doesn't work, I think Foden's been playing in the wrong position for England because I think out on the wings, the right side, left side, I think we need pace. I think Foden would be better sitting behind Kane, sort of like in that um, number 10 role that Mant plays just in front of the uh, just in front of Rice and Phillips. I think Foden would be better there, getting on the ball, creating a lot more. But again, that's me throwing my 50 pence in. I'm not Southgate. I'm not a good manager. It's That's that's where I think he would be more effective for this England team. Man City, you can't play there because obviously they've got KDB. He's playing where Silva was. However, for this England team, I think he's good enough to play there with how good a wingers we've got in Sterling and Sancho. And I mean, as I said, like Wednesday's going to be cagey, but 
I can't see anything other than a win for us. I can't see us conceding a goal. Yeah, well, I think there'll be. I think there'll be a surprise on on a, or Wednesday with someone uh, just because he, he's done it all tournament. So I don't expect him to stop. But who it would be, I mean, I've no idea. But um, yeah, just about Denmark as well. They were brilliant in the first half uh, the other day against the Czechs. Set so, uh, the second half, not so. Czech were. If the Czech Republic had any more quality up front, uh, who's that? The, their guy up front, Kremenich or something? Gejo looked like Mark Arnautovic. He was dreadful. If they had a bit more quality up front, they could have easily got themselves well back into that game. So, I think being a West Ham fan, I am double nervous. Not used to winning or nearly winning anything, really. I think even in the FA Cup final against Liverpool, I got so nervous at extra time, I actually spent it down in the concourse. Like, I just couldn't watch the game. I was so nervous. So I'm not particularly looking forward to Wednesday because I, I am. Just, I get so nervous at these things, and you just want it so much. I, I don't even know if I'll be able to bloody watch it. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, hopefully we can make it into the fight. We sh- we should do. We will do. We we will. God, I just. It's yeah. coming home, Sam. It's coming home. Don't panic right, so well. much. Crouch told us it's coming home, so it's coming home. If it don't, we'll blame Crouch. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you got any thoughts on the Denmark team? Um, they're just the Denmark are a good side. Like, I mean, they they will work hard just because of everything that's happened to them, and obviously a lot of passion on their side now. And obviously, not they're not just fighting to win the Euros; they're fighting to win it for Ericsson. But I just feel as much as they're a good side, we're we're an even better side, and I just feel like we just have that extra bit of quality that. Uh, win us the game. That's why I said 2-0 because I feel like we'll just have that. We'll get that goal and then they'll try and equalise and then we'll just get that second goal and then Messi will be comfortable. And I still think we'll take control of the ball more. With Rice, Phillips in that middle, teams ain't getting chances against us. Not clear chances. They're always shutting them down. So, Maguire and Stones, they've been solid. The whole back four has been solid. So, with them four and then them two in front, teams ain't getting chances against us. That's why we're, we're not conceding goals. I honestly just I'm so I'm so so worried about it. But um, all right, listen, lads, it's been a great chat again. Uh, we, we got through all three games there pretty, pretty sharply, and there ain't really. Do you know what I mean? When this everything's so positive and that there, there ain't much to go on because all you can keep doing is praising them, uh, and and I think that's what we have done today. I'm, I know I had a little bit of a sidestep, but hopefully we don't revisit that. Um, I'm more than happy to to come back on after Wednesday uh, and say sorry <laughs> to, to Gareth and, and Sterling whoever bloody wants it um, but Crouch I think you was right we are going to go all the way uh, that only means one thing I know Lils is a bit reluctant but hopefully you boys don't mind it's coming it's coming it's coming it's coming Thanks to everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. You can follow us on Twitter at the underscore bowling boys. And if you have any questions or want to be a guest on future shows, don't hesitate to DM us. We've been the bowling boys. You've been great. See you next time.